Take the high road to supersize and grow your business. Sharon Hardell from here. And today we're talking about the idiom and expression, take the high road. And I'm going to share 13 different ways that you can do that. You can grow your business in ways that match your personal integrity and the core values of your business and uh, don't actually harm anyone else along the way. Take the high road was uh, actually came into being in 1948 with the presidential campaign. Harry S. Truman versus the Republican candidate Thomas E. Dewey. And Dewey decided that he was going to let the American people decide for themselves what road President Truman was on with his uh, initiatives as President of the United States. Well, obviously he won, so the American people decided he was on the proper or the high road. Uh, but this idiom, this expression refers to uh, choosing the path of integrity and righteousness and moral good and moral right uh, even in difficult and challenging times. Uh, when it's difficult or unpopular, you still do what's right. You do act what's right for you and your organization, but you also do what's right for the greater good for the rest of the world. I work with people that are here to make the world a better place. Guess what? In my naive experiences, I have not always met people that are here to make the world a better place. There's, everybody's driven by their own reasons and their own why. And some people automatically are of high integrity and are the kind of people we want to work with. Other people, not so much. That's why, you know, we always have to be aware. We always have to do our research and our homework to make sure that we're working with the right organizations, the right people, and that, that our core values are aligned and that we're working toward the same things with our businesses and with our lives. So what are some ways we can grow our business that honors our integrity, that honors our moral values and beliefs, that makes the world a better place? Uh, I found a list and we've shared a lot. I've shared a lot of these before uh, as we talk about these different idioms and expressions. And so I'm going to actually read the list in a different order today because some of the, the order that they share things in when you, when you research and do other articles and different authors, I think should be just the opposite. And this is list is no exception. Uh, it's they start with hire the right people, which I 100% agree with. But before you hire the right people, you have to do the last thing on the list, which is research your market, research your competition, know what it is that you're doing by doing a little homework. It's amazing to me how many people will just hang up a shingle and start a business with no real business plan or actual strategy and thought behind what it is they're doing. Oh, I always wanted to have a bar. I always wanted to have a restaurant. I always wanted to have a trinket store. I always wanted to be a travel agent, whatever it is. Uh, there, there should be some research, some thought behind what it is you want to do, why you want to do it, and how you're going to go about doing it. Uh, we want to focus on established revenue streams. <clears throat> Once we do something that's successful, we want to keep doing it, right? If we find a great revenue stream, we want to keep doing that revenue stream and, and build upon that by adding more revenue streams. We don't want to uh, ignore that and let it dry up when we're growing and building and supersizing our business. We want to reduce our risks. That means we do the things that we need to do, like our research. We have insurance. We you know, get the expert advice and help and support and coaching that we need in order to do the things that we want to do in our business. We need to be adaptable. Absolutely positively, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic has taught all of us, anybody that's got a business and anybody's just lived through it, that we have to be adaptable and resourceful and creative in how we move through 
our life and how we grow and build and supersize our business. We want to focus on our customer experience. Uh, I think if we, if you ever do any research and do studies of the most successful companies in the world and in the planet and throughout time, you will find they were the most successful because they actually focused on and served their customers and they served their customers in a way that felt good and right and of value to them, not how the business thought it should do. And one of my best examples of how not to do these things, it comes from big organizations and utility type companies. Utilities are pretty much monopolies in, in our different areas that we live in and their customer service is generally abysmal because they don't they don't care and they might some individuals in the organization might care but overall the business model is you're going to buy our electricity you're going to buy our gas you're going to buy our internet because that's what your municipality has selected for you and you know if, if you don't like it well too bad you're still going to buy it same with like trash removal and things so don't be like them focus on your customers experience uh, invest in yourself, number six or seven or how many ever we're talking about here. Uh, invest in yourself. Be continually improving, growing, learning, and becoming a better version of yourself because your organization, sadly but true, will only grow as quickly and as able as you are. If, if you're not competent to lead that organization, then get out of the way so someone else can if you want to supersize quickly. Uh, seven, always think ahead. Always think and plan ahead. Uh, it's, it's interesting to me the number of businesses I run across that, number one, haven't done their customer research, don't know what they're and how they're different and specific, uh, don't actually have strategic plans and, and objectives. I'll never forget one of the uh, companies I went to work for in corporate America was a well-established, like, decades-old company, privately held, but they didn't do any budgets. And they were, they were a big company, a very complicated company, and they just had never done budgets. They'd just done things the way they'd always done things. And my first year there, we started doing budgets and it was a painful process for many. Now I'd done budgets in every business and every company I'd ever worked for. So for me, it was just like a, what do you mean? You don't, you've never done a budget. But for a lot of people in that organization who'd, who'd started in their youth and then grown up in the organization, they had never done a budget. So we need to plan ahead, think ahead and have budgets and, and ways of measuring what we're doing. Uh, number eight, uh, boost your customer service. Again, I think I just beat that dead horse, but the reason we're in business is because we're serving people. We're solving problems for them or we're helping them in some way. And that means if their experience with us isn't what they expect, we need to have a way of responding to that in a way that honors them, not makes them feel like they're wrong or bad. Uh, number nine, focus on your social media. Nowadays, you know, 10 years ago, you could maybe get away without having any social media or any online presence. I think those days are are pretty much gone. Now with so many people having cell phones and technology at the tip of their fingers, they have to be able to find you. And people will, believe it or not, they're going to Facebook, they're going to LinkedIn, they're going to Instagram, they're going to all the other platforms that people look at for information or at least a presence of your organization. Uh, 10, attend uh, networking events. Make sure that you're out there or someone in your organization is out there sharing and promoting what it is that you do for people. And then practice uh, corporate social responsibility and you get to define what that is based on your core values and the footprint that you want to leave on the planet and in the world. And finally, uh, hosting local 
events and local groups is a great way, number one, to become a part of your community and give back to your community, but also to be known because there's nothing more powerful than word of mouth and people helping you spread the word about your business. So that's it. Take the high road. You know, it's really challenging to take the high road, especially in times like right now when there are so many people and there's so many examples right in our face of people doing what they know is wrong, doing what's wrong, throwing it up in our faces and then expecting us to just swallow it. And that's when we really need to stick to our guns and our core values and be who we are and be true to ourselves and our organization because we need to set the example for the world that guess what? Just because there's some bad performers doesn't mean that's the way the world is. All right. Have an awesome day. If I can help you anyway, ask. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it to supersize and grow your business today? Have a great day.